Hi, my name's Evan Hill Porteous, and welcome to Re-Unreview, an unpronounceable name for an unlistenable podcast about unlistenable music. On the Gen Ed Network. I pick things up, I am a collector, and things, well things, they tend to accumulate. I have this net, it drags behind me, it picks up feelings for me to feed upon. <laughs> Man, that's <laughs> shitty lyrics. Um, welcome to Reon Review, episode four. And this week we're talking about With Teeth by Nine Inch Nails. Uh, with the, the teeth, uh. With the oh, teeth. Sorry, hold on, wait, 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 I have something prepared. That's Please. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's go through the cast of characters for this week. It's the same as usual. Uh, sitting to my left, Alistair Bates. Hi. DJ Batesy Bates. No, don't call me that. Uh, how, <laughs> Mr. DJ Bates. Uh, Wait, D Don uh, Juan Bates. Uh, how are you today? Uh, look, I'm fantastic. It's been a very long week, but you know, like it's just one of those. Um, look, the wheels are in motion. Yep. Good. Oh, okay. Great. God, Morris. Shout out. Uh, shout out to uh, Sydney. Uh, no. No. <laughs> nah. Uh, DJ Moko. DJ Moko. Yeah. Is that what we're going with yeah, this time? Yeah. Dex in your grave. Okay. Great. Yep. How are you this week, <laughs> Moko? Yeah. Good. Let's uh, let's introduce Tullet. Tullet. I forgot that you're going to try and do that, that now was every really week. A thing yeah. Now. Wow. <laughs> I moved away from the microphone this time though. That's good. I mean, I didn't mind how loud it was last time. Yeah. It was more the act of just what you were doing than it was anything else. How, how are you? Dude, I'm just psyched to be here. Can yeah. Can tell from all of the gunshots and the air horns? Yeah, you really like this album, don't you? Let's, well, let's get to nah, that. I'll we'll get... Let's preface it. You you and Morris? I had, I had a great time listening to this okay, album. This has been a really good three weeks that's, for me. Yeah, all right. That's good. So, Oh, uh, we should mention that it's been three weeks. It has. Yeah, so yeah. it's been three weeks since we were last on the air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could have been seven months for you guys. I have no idea. Uh, Maybe you're listening to it now in the future. Yeah, that's all true. All at once. Either way, underwater. Yeah. Oh my. Twenty. <laughs> Twenty-one fifty. Some ancient archaeologists have busted open a vault, and this is the first thing they're listening to. I'm sorry. That's. <laughs> Continue with the introduction. Uh, well, I was just going to explain uh, about with teeth. Uh, this week was definitely one where a lot of people were like, "Oh, I never listened to with teeth," uh, which I found surprising because with teeth soundtracked a whole year of my life. Yeah, it turns out these nerds didn't get as much poos as we did, right? <laughs> <laughs> If you say so. As a backstory, with Teeth's Nine Inch Nails fourth studio album. Halo 19. Yeah, uh, I was about to say that. <laughs> following it by the Halo chronology, which uh, Morris might be able to fill you in on a little bit later. It's Halo 19. <laughs> it's released on May the 3rd, 2005. So we're going back now 11 years, almost 11 years. Uh, off the back of a well-publicized battle between Trent Reznor and his crippling alcohol and drug addictions. And TVT Records. Oh, it was yeah. TVT Records. No, nah, they were way out of the picture at this no. point. That was just pretty hate machine. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, the album is generally seen as a popular shift to his previous work. 
has a Metacritic score of 71. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, which I thought was quite high. But no. it's important to note because uh, Nine Inch Nails super fans are close to the worst super fans on earth. That oh, it yeah. has a user review score of 8.7. What? Wait. What? Nine Inch Nails oh, fans hate right. this album. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought as yeah, well. Nine Inch Nails was quite, well, not yeah. according to Amazon. So Or Metacritic. Well, that was Metacritic, but Amazon as well. later on. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get into this. Batesy? Al? What about me? Kick into it, man. What did you think? <laughs> what did I think? Uh, what do you, like, in reg- like when I first heard it or just in general? Well, now, because now? When, I know when we brought up doing this one, I I think we all agreed that we we're pretty psyched to do this one because this was the first time that we'd all picked one that all four of us were like, hey, I think yeah, I'm going to enjoy right. listening yeah, to this, cool. which has yeah. never happened before. I didn't enjoy listening to it in the end, and sure. I don't think you did either. I was kind of like split down, like, I'm uh, like genuinely i was split down the middle of this with my enjoyment uh i i've genuinely rinsed this album i listened to it several times with attentive ears unlike unlike the last album we did mary where the post pavilion episode three that one's a hot one check it out (laughs) um i am in two minds because part of me just really fucking hated this album like when it misses it kind of is so far off the mark that it makes me go oh boy what were you thinking and when it hits which is kind of far and few in between like it, it doesn't really hit much or when it does you're like cool trend there's no there's a reason why people call when it, it hits it hits oh, oh no it was meant to be a with teeth sample that didn't yeah. play on, let's do it again and when it hits it hits with, with the teeth. there we go yeah. <laughs> all right I'm glad um, we have this edited in post yeah man i don't really know like what's this is like the first nine inch nails album that came out whilst i was a nine inch nails like I had probably the year prior had just gotten into Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, I think. So, because this is their fourth album, I'd listened to fucking every album, every EP, every remix album. I had soaked it all up and I was absolutely ready for a new Nine Inch Nails album. And at the time, I kind of made peace with it not being great. And as I'm older and now there have been like maybe, what, five or six Nine Inch Nails albums since that album. I don't know. Three? Morris Morris is putting the three fingers up. It may as well be... It might, have, might as well be a hundred. Like, that dude puts out way too much music. For- <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's Hell of And simultaneously, he also and- puts out no music at the same mm. time. But um, Oh, Ghost. I forgot about the yeah, fourth Ghost I- albums. Yeah, exactly. Um, I enjoyed listening to it, but also simultaneously, it's probably the album I've enjoyed. Actually, that's a lie. I probably enjoyed listening to Weekend in the City more than this album. And but this was- is second. This is probably second, yeah. And that was my long uh, rambling opinion on with our teeth fair enough (laughs) now that's the end of that sample crap (laughs) um okay yeah i agree that uh i this was the first album that came out of nine inch nails after i'd gotten into nine inch nails i really flogged the downward spiral in 2004 i have a distinct memory of being on a family holiday in byron bay and listening to nothing. It's very nice. I was it was on my a family own... holiday in Wollongong. Yes, yeah, it was there definitely you go. like the a nice family holiday. holiday. <laughs> it was a nice family holiday. It was God my is uncle dead. and auntie's commitment ceremony, and they had uh, the invitation was a postcard that had them superimposed into the sky, and around them it said David Bernadette commitment, and it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was soundtracked by like uh, God train... is dead, and no one yeah, cares. Yeah, trains. <laughs> railing along the tracks with the gain turned up to like 10 but yeah and i remember loving this album at the time because as most teenage men are i loved dave grohl (laughs) oh yeah as soon as i heard those drums kick in i was like 
The man, he's back. Guys, it's fine. It's the superpower. They're the back. Wheel keeps They're on rolling, baby. Grok and grow. Yeah, exactly. Grow. Dave and the Rollin' Grolins. Morris, we've spoken on in, the, in the weeks off. Yeah. Sydney Vapes. Go for it. I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to judge this on its own merits because the thing is that like Nine Inch Nails exist in this land far away from other music for me. Halo yeah. land. We need to yeah. we need to preface this with any opinion that Morris gives is going to be incredibly biased. Yeah. Well, here's the issue that I'm, I think this is the chance for me to truly reveal the piece of shit that I am <laughs> after trashing the last three albums and to come out with this one and be like, I fucking love this because I fucking right. love this album. Quick question before you get into your spiel, Morris. Yeah. How many times have you seen Nine Inch Nails live? Oh no! See, Nine Inch Nails live is like an experience. Like, no, no, I didn't ask. For that. Like, <laughs> 11, <laughs> 11, 11, 11. Yeah, okay, eleven. Yeah, man, <laughs> yeah. And, it's, and it's been excellent every single time. They are a, they're a finally tuned and well oiled machine. Who have you seen more? Nine Inch Nails or the Mars Volta? Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails will be probably the international band I've seen the most. That's not like yeah, international band, not like a local yeah, band. Like right. I've seen like Royal Headache or Hana way more. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails is the one. Sweet. Because you go to a Nine Inch Nails show. Nine Inch Trainers Bay. Trent is bay in his three-quarter cargo jeans, like Goals with a crazy light show that's going to be sunburned. It's cool yeah. shit. Yeah, but like I had the same experience as everyone else. Like I became a Nine Inch Nails fan between the Fragile and with Teeth because that's what thirteen-year-old boys do. So the, when this came out initially, I was not that thrilled on it. As I've matured and grown up, I fucking <laughs> as, love this album now. As has with Teeth. As has with like Teeth. I don't know. Line. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of. I didn't, I didn't expect, like, the industrial opus or whatever, like, the fragile was. I just kind of took it for on its own merits and discovered, like, a really good pop album that has clanks and shit in it every now and then. Talit? Yeah, I, um, I was never a Nine Inch Nails fan, like, growing up. They scared the heck out of me when I was uh, in high school. Because it's kind of like, the, in my mind... When music used to be evil. Yeah, as a teen, it's it was so like... Weird, here's what I... I liked Marilyn Manson when I was 12, and then it was like, whoa, What's Nine Inch next? Nails yeah, is that was like, the yeah, realness. that's the realness. Yeah. <laughs> Which now it's not, but... I, guess, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, my first experience of Nine Inch Nails was seeing the video clip for Happiness in Slavery. Yeah, right. Which is yeah. terrifying. Yeah, I saw that on Rage as a kid. Was I was like 14 terrifying. years old. I had never seen anything like that. Yeah. And then not Wolf long Flanagan. after that, I saw the video clip for Pinion, which is like pretty yeah, the toilet bleak flushing. as well. Yeah. yeah. So then I just, I kind of dismissed them because it was too spooky for me as a, as a young man. But then uh, I got gifted a copy of With Teeth by my dad, I think, who would just occasionally give me really weird albums to listen to and i was like eh, yeah like i'll stick this in the discman i'll give it a listen first track all the love in the world i was like what the fuck is this this is amazing and i loved it and it, it did soundtrack like a good, a good 12 months of my life but then i ne- i didn't really listen to it much since then it was just and I, this is the only nine inch nails album i've listened to at all really i i've, I've tried to dip back into the back catalog I tried the newest stuff and none of it stuck with me, but With Teeth was an album that I just knew that I liked. Well, I do think, and I've said this maybe to all of you in the off in the off season. <laughs> yeah, those, those mysterious three weeks, that black hole of time, that black hole. I've got a black hole revelation for you. What? <laughs> I'm going down a muse. About muse. Yeah, I'm about to talk about Muse for 50 minutes. I still think that this album, now listening to it, sounds exactly like Weekend in the City, and then maybe like the third Kings of Leon album, but just with the gain turned up and the drums turned up. And like, that's a better album. Oops. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm just saying as soon as I listened yeah. to it, I was like, oh, wow, no, this is just like, this is just indie rock from the yeah. mid-90s. Yeah, it's pop, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's it. 
which is not something that prior to listening to it again, I had really considered it being because in my head, it's like, no, Nine Inch Nails is still that bastion of like entry industrial music. And oh, then, absolutely. Like they, like, it's just them pre- it, finally it, throwing away the guise of being like oh, this evil band being like, no, totally. we are a pop band and we always have been. As you said, like, I think what you said about an entry into industrial music is also a very valid point. Like they collaborated for a very long time with like acts like Coil who are considered like the yeah. daddies of industrial yeah music. totally like they have the fucking cred to like be called an industrial band without the like the bunny quotes yeah. around it this was absolutely their foray into like just throwing the shackles off and being a straight up rock band yeah bro. totally going sober going sober <laughs> <laughs> going sober and fucking pumping iron so did he go sober when he yeah man he, 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 he chucked down the alcohol he chucked down the coke he chucked down the heroin and he replaced it with weights and started pumping yeah, iron he and he came buff. back a massive massive beak yeah he shaved his head oh no, no no before he shaved his head he had the absolute worst haircut yeah. except for maybe the perfect drug haircut with the goatee yeah. oh. but, this, he, but he had like the Flame emo stable. swoop and stuff but it was like a I like that we have Morris man. here to rank the haircuts of Trezna what's haircut number one what's haircut top three haircut all, no, all top three haircuts of Nine Inch Nails belong to Robin Fink. <laughs> Robin I've Fink? Heard, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him. Like, he was my first introduction to the world of having dreadlocks and a shaved oh, head at yeah. the same time. <laughs> Disgusting, Dis- man. Yeah. <laughs> Former Guns N' Roses guitarist and so yeah, I love that. I love those interviews with Axl Rose. Like, you think Buckethead's weird? Get all of this Robin Fink guy. Dude lives in the woods without power all the time. Yeah, there's the urban legend of uh, Marilyn Manson got a record contract because he blew uh, Robin Fink and Trent Reznor. Sweet. Um, it was like, you want this record deal so bad? Just yeah. <laughs> bash your tonsils. And then tr- <laughs> <laughs> what? He didn't make the rumor up. He's just, no, I'm just delivering the news. That's why there's that line in Starfuckers where it's like, ah. Uh, when I suck you, you off, not a drop will go to waste. It's really not, not so bad once you go bust the taste. Ask lickers, stars, yeah. fuckers. Yeah. Any wow. questions? <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a side of you I've never seen before. I'm crazy about Nine Inch Nails. Top three band. Number three, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, you're actually legitimately giddy I'm, ex- I'm excited to be talking about Nine Inch Nails. This is my zone. Feel free to talk about it a little bit more. I think we've got a bit of time before the first break, Mogo. <laughs> Get in there. Well, that's the thing about with teeth as well, is that like I think it's some of Trent Reznor's finest moments, and I think it's also... Well, yeah, exactly. But it's also some of his worst. Yeah. Stuff like the collector uh, do you know what you are the with teeth title track no. awful but worst of all worst of all getting smaller yeah okay. that song's a fucking Foo Fighters song yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, can I just I say think, it's the worst thing that Nine Inch Nails ever did until everything off hesitation marks okay I do legitimately think that the collector is perfectly fine though it's fine but, but, but I, I also yeah. think I like it because it really harkens back to like uh, downward spiral era like weird time signature yeah. like yeah. the extra yeah the, the yeah. extra uh, floor time is flat out ripped out of March of the Pigs yeah, or yeah. whatever it's March of the Pigs right am I getting that title correct Morris correct yeah and I like that like because that that's what I liked about Nine Inch Nails when I was a wee lad. And revisiting the album, Getting Smaller is actually like one of my highlights of the oh, album. I, can't record, really. it's it's a nine, I don't know what it is. It's, I it's got my arms. I flip, flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, flop, flip. flip, flip, flip. Nah, it's the drums and the. Co- I really like the chorus. I like I like the uh, drums. And the hey yeah yeah yeah, and that's okay. <laughs> I actually do think this album would be heavily improved by taking the drums out and replacing yeah, it with absolutely. electronic drums. That's the biggest problem I think. Well, I that had was with yeah. That was back. the other thing I was going to is that like I think this is also a really good example of how controlling Trent Reznor is in the studios and that he kicks everyone out and does everything himself except for the drums. But yeah. instead of this time for going for someone that's like Jerome Dillon, he's just gone right. to his yeah. mate Dave Grohl and it, it does sound like Dave Grohl. Like he can't mistake. Oh. The 
You can't mistake yeah. those tongs, man. I think that's, if anything, like, look, man, like, we can hang as much shit on the Foo Fighters and Nirvana as they want, but Dave Grohl, uh, look, bro, we just need to think about it. Dave Grohl is one of the most... He is <laughs> a fucking drum legend of our, like, he is one of the most what, what, idiosyncratic drummers. He's, he's really iconic. Like, it's, it's a very yeah. distinctive style. My mom loves Dave Grohl, and I have no problem with that. My no, mom I mean, like, will seek out style. Dave Grohl music. The man like, plays the ass off the tubs. I'm not yeah. disagreeing no, totally. on that. Okay? And I've spent a whole, like, large portions of my life idolizing Dave Grohl, specifically the way he plays drums. Yeah. I'm just saying that in this case... It's, it's hella jarring. overkill. Yeah. It's hella at odds yeah. with uh, the way industrial drums would sound. Yeah. I guess for me, as someone who never really fucked with Nine Inch Nails in any great capacity, yeah. hearing this album isolated, it's like it sounds like songs for the deaf for me. Totally. That's it. Yeah. That's yes, what, it that's does. That's what really exactly. annoys me about the drumming on that album is it's like, this is fucking Queens of the Stone Age album. But like I love drum. that album. No, I, no it's <laughs> one of the best <laughs> albums ever. Don't worry about yeah, that. I can attest yeah. to like, my fanboy. Oh, no, we've yeah. listened to yeah, it in totally. your kitchen a couple of times. Air drumming and air guitaring along to the whole. Like, I love Queens of Stone Age, but like the kind of drum fills he does on this album. It's wrong, man. So it's wrong. Place with, like the canon. I guess I don't. Nails. I guess I don't know. I'm not. I'm not familiar. I think what's also really important to touch on with the With Teeth uh, era of Nine Inch Nails is they had probably the best live lineup that Nine Inch Nails ever had. Absolutely. On top of that, they went on probably the best tour they've ever done where they were supported by Queens of Stone Age. Yeah. At that point, Queens of Stone Age had Death from Above 1979 as their rhythm section. Yeah. yeah. And Death from Above 1979, who are them, yeah, yeah. But like, they had shows like Autolock supported them, yeah, sh- exactly. Like, you know, when they came to Australia, when I saw them on my 16th birthday, Ooh. Bird Blob supported them, yeah, like and at the Horden Pavilion. It was the first time I'd ever seen Bird Blob. This was also amazing. a great period for Nine Inch Nails, where they were like ahead of the curve and were getting like DFA to remix stuff mm, for them, yeah. getting Fotech to remix stuff. Where I'm like, a lot of artists who now maybe like what nine years later are considered kind of pivotal artists in electronic music and DJ culture and stuff. That yeah. Like, Trent Reznor knows his shit, man. He yeah, knows his totally, contact, man. Exactly. He, dra- he drafted Aaron North from the Icarus line yeah, exactly. to his band. And if you have never listened to Penance Soiree by the Icarus yeah, line, man. it's probably like maybe the last great rock album of like... Fucking balls decade. out, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did he also have the bassist? The yeah, Twiggy Ramirez. Twiggy Ramirez. Yeah. So he cut all ties with Marilyn Manson and then took his bassist out of the band. Yeah. Josh Freeze was playing drums. When I saw them, it was Jerome Dillon's still he okay. was off the fragility tour yep. but then he got a heart condition and josh freeze took over and it was the first uh, tour with alessandro courtney or courtini was he he was no it was no one before i know josh eustace was who's on the most recent tour because right, okay. the most recent lineup was supposed to be adrian billu from king crimson <laughs> yeah, <and he> <laughs> lindsey lindsey buckingham <laughs> and eric avery from jane's addiction and trent reznor being trent reznor was like not good enough get the fuck out of my band <laughs> whoa <laughs> like, like adrian billu played king crimson played the talking heads yeah did one he was on the fragile as well yeah yeah I did not know that. Yeah. I should know that as an Adrian Bellew fan. But like Irik and Aaron North. He was on the Down Spiral as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah wow. But having Aaron North play guitars in that live lineup li- for the first time in a long time, because Robin Fink always played guitar, apart from maybe like Richard Patrick, brother of the T-1000. Yeah. yeah Robin <laughs> Patrick. Of, you know, take a picture by filter. It was the first time like a different guitar tone. He was playing songs in different keys and just fucking up with melodies and playing with different pedals and stuff. It's the first time it happened in uh, Nine Inch Nails history. Boy, did he fuck things up for them, like multiple lawsuits against them for yeah. like... He kicked me in the face once, like on purpose, like not as in like there's Morris, I'm gonna kick Morris in the face, but like (laughs) jumped into the crowd. Not like everybody else who kicks you in the face. Yeah, (laughs) and just like kicks his boots out as soon as he hits the crowd. And like just got me in the face. Threw amplifiers into the pit. Yeah, yeah. Knocked but that's why I brought him guard. into the band. But yeah, he gave that. He like he cut a security guard's head open with a mic stand base once, and he had to pay him over a million dollars. Yeah, hectic. It was yeah. like that combination. It was 
but that's it like Nine Inch Nails the first but yeah that's what they, they needed that energy they had energy they had danger yeah. for the first time and the technicality ever. and the, yeah exactly yeah they weren't just trashing the synths and stuff like I don't know it was pretty uh, pretty scripted because he always did it at the same part of the show yeah which Instead was they uh, had like a fucking mm. genuine schizophrenic yeah just yeah breaking things on like stage an un- like yeah there's, members. for you at home there's a very interesting article on Spin about you know Aaron North and where he is now that I'd recommend it's reading it's a really good article yeah, yeah just put Aaron North into Google if it'll like come up but like yeah if you've ever known like an unapologetic sociopath before you're just going to tick a lot of boxes reading this one like that's why he's not famous anymore yeah is this the nerdiest we've ever gotten on the podcast sorry Sorry. no no it's great (laughs) this is a side of all of us that I don't think anybody (laughs) is listening to (laughs) and this is what does it to us this is why I'm a piece of shit um, so after that ramble fest, we're going to kick Sorry. into. A, oh, don't apologize, Morris. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> um, we're going to kick into the game for today. This game is called Get Bent Trent. So <laughs> this game is all about Trent Reznor's beefs, specifically beefs that Trent Reznor has with other people. So I'm going to read out quotes that are straight from the horse's mouth. And I'm going to omit certain things, and it's a multiple choice. So, yeah, who is it? It, There is almost certainly (laughs) one from Starfuckers. Now, uh, Morris is going to go last on every question, and uh, Tullet and Batesy both get a two-point handicap. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because fuck you, Morris. Okay, first question, or quote, should be an unusual show tonight at blank. The lying promoter and the band following us, whoever the fuck they are, fucked us on our promotion. Is it A, Soundwave Festival, B, the Newcastle Entertainment Centre, C, Reading Festival, or D, my mum? And <laughs> as a bonus, who was the band that he's referring to? Alistair, you first. Well, look, understanding the history of Soundwave Festival, I'm probably going to go with Soundwave. Do you have any idea who the band might be? Um, I don't know, Chiodos or something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like- Tell it. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Reading. Yep. And I'm going to say the last band was Oasis. Mm, interesting. Morris. Was this when they dropped out of Soundwave when they played Soundwave? That, that, that's they dropped giving... out of Soundwave because of Fallout Boy. They were complaining about Fallout Boy and then Fallout Boy dropped out. But I don't know. I don't know. Reading, Kanye. Okay. The answer is Reading Festival. But... The band that he's referring to is Biffy Clyro. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, fair enough. What's with what's with England and Biffy Clyro, man? Who? What's yeah. with Biffy Clyro in anywhere yeah. on the face of the fucking planet? Fucking England. Ugh. They give me a stiffy Clyro. Yeah. Bleh. Hello, Governor. <laughs> you want to come and see Biffy Clyro? Biffy Clyro. So I think that makes it what three points now? Did yeah, you get that I got, correct? I got that correct. Yeah, three points, one point, and Bates is mm. on two. Good on you, Bates. Yeah. Um, okay, second one. I don't have a problem with the Billy Cor- with Billy Corgan or Stipe or any of the people in the video with the exception of blank. We had a fantastic time with the blank thing because Manson and I share a mutual hatred of her. Easy. Okay. Yeah, no, Too yeah. easy. <laughs> well, let me go first then. So, hold on, hold on. Well, let me read out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah okay. okay. A, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> B, Courtney Love. My wife. C, Mrs. Bucket from Keeping Up Appearances. Also my wife. Or D, my mom. It's pronounced bouquet. <laughs> yeah, I, I and, was uh, tossing up. It's got to be Courtney Love then, right? And what's the bonus? What video are they talking about? We all know the answer to this, but... I've got no idea. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, I'm lost. Batesy. Um, it's obviously our girl Courts and the video was was the Starbucks Incorporated video and there's no reason for Morris to talk because he's going to say the exact same thing. Morris, can you uh, confirm or deny what Alice has just said? Yeah, Alice is right. He throws a baseball at a porcelain doll of Courtney Love and yeah. smashes her face. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> great. All right. Tell it, you're, I think everyone's on four now, right? 
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, four yeah. points yeah. to all. Points. I'm on four. Um, okay. I'm on four. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Thank you. He is a malicious guy and will step on anybody's face to succeed and cross any line of human decency. Seeing him now, drugs and alcohol now rule his life and he's become a dopey clown. He used to be the smartest guy in the room and as a fan of his talents, I hope he gets his shit together. Who is Trent Bentat? Is it Marilyn Manson, Nick Oliveri, Tom from MySpace, or my mum? Can you please stop the my mum? Sorry, it's got to go with MySpace. (laughs) No, it's Tom from MySpace. Uh. Tell it. Oh, uh, well, Nick Olivieri. Ooh, interesting. Bates. Uh, I know for a fact that's Marilyn. As, uh, okay. as an ex-Marilyn... No, look, as a Marilyn Manson super man, fan, yeah. uh, I know that's Marilyn Manson. Yeah, he's trashing his protege, Manson. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right, there you go. Wow, these guys are good. They are good. Yeah. It's almost like they know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it four to tell it, and I don't know a billion between the two of you. You guys yes. can split it however you want. <laughs> this is the last one. This Maybe one's... I'll be the only one to get this one right and I can tie it. This one's sure. quite long. <laughs> sure. Okay. You can download the downward fucking spiral on iTunes, but you can't allow an iPhone app that may have a song with a bad word somewhere in it. Hey, Apple, I just got some spam about fucking hot Asian teens through your mail program. I just saw two guys having explicit anal sex right there in Safari on my iPhone. Come on, Apple. Think your policy's through and for fuck's sake, get your app sorted. Uh, your app approval scenario sorted. So prior to this, Resna had referred to the iPhone as what? A, the the most elegant modern smartphone <laughs> at this point in time. <laughs> B, the most technologically sound piece of mobile software ever developed. C, the biggest threat to the future of interpersonal interpersonal relationships. Or D, the best gift for my mum. (laughs) (laughs) Answers, please tell it. What do you reckon it is? Uh, These dudes laughed at A. I'm going to go with A. Bates you? Uh, Part of me wants to say A, but also what was on about, I feel like, you know, he's... He's a bit like sardonic and like, like anti yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah like, see, you know, I rely on music technology. I use rely on technology to make my music, but uh, you know, maybe it's damaging to our personal. So you're gonna go see? Yeah, so he seems boomer. like the kind of dude that like quotes the uh, if you want a picture of the future, imagine like a boot stomping on a human skull over <laughs> like the 1984 quotes over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. All right, see. Trent, Le- Trent Reznor loves to flip-flop. He d- flip-flop, really flip-flop, flip. flip, flip. <laughs> yeah. I'd go with B just to be different from the rest. Tell it! My yeah. man! Yeah, I did it! I'm talking everyone. The most elegant model. Yeah, with your handicap, don't touch me. Yeah. You're still pointing that thing at well, me. He was like, he had, what, a big Apple fanboy. He, yeah, he was a, he was a He was an iTunes... Uh, he worked on it. Like he was yeah. a yeah, he was a developer of the program. I'm He's got a so. lot of weird fingers mm, in yeah. a lot of uh, streaming service pies. Yeah. Doctor <laughs> Dre did Daisy, and he had a lot to do with the Daisy streaming service. Yeah, yeah didn't get a shout part. out for title. Nobody yeah. wanted him. Uh, yeah, I remember him doing Daisy. He's there. He's there in the back. <laughs> speaking of Trent Reznor and uh, technology broadly, I still think one of the best things he's ever done was that April Fool's joke where he yeah strobe light <laughs> where he put up a fake album cover it was just after the Chris Cornell had released that album that he did with, with Timbaland, Timbaland yeah. and he uh, Trent put on a <laughs> screen <laughs> Trent Reznor put on a whole like put up a whole website splash page with like a fake but track it's, it's listing it's him and the Kanye shutter glasses he's got the shutter shades like, on <laughs> and one of the, I remember one of the shutter tracks is called on. Into the Club in brackets yeah. She Can't Get, get In, in. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, okay, I think now that you say this, like, as much as Trent Reznor is a fucking asshole, but he's, the case, he's, he's also kind of likable, right? He's pretty funny, but here's the case of him flip-flopping. That was, like, a huge call-out for Chris Cornell and they became Worst Enemies. The most recent Nine Inch Nails tour in America was co-headlining with Soundgarden. Man, even Newcastle, sweet baby Newcastle, <laughs> got Nine Inch Nails and, and Queens, Queens of the Stone, Stone Age. Age at the Newcastle Entertainment Centre. I wouldn't call it flip-flopping. I would just call it, like, um, I don't know, just being a coward. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Chris Cornell. Now, what's that sound? Cha-ching! <laughs> Where's Pally's? Hell yeah. Do you remember well, he's he's made to Marilyn Manson again now as well, right? Uh, I don't no, think really. so. No, really. I think the hatch has been buried, but like, That's just it? officially, they don't talk to each other and stuff. Okay. Yeah, okay. we all have those friends. Yeah. Like, we don't hate each other anymore. We I started a yeah. podcast with him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you saying? Sorry, Alistair, I cut you off. Uh, the Nine Inch Nails and Jane's Addiction Tour. Mm. Which was called the Ninja, Ninja Tour. Ninja Tour. <laughs> I, went to, I went to three, uh, oh, three shows of that in America. Animal. But all of them were festivals, so I skipped Jane's Addiction. Yeah. The Ninja Tour. The Ninja Tour. <laughs> N-I-N-J-A. Yeah. You just... Don't. Like, you just wouldn't. You just wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but like... You'd see like it written down. You'd be like, my lifestyle determines my death style. Cross that shit out. How like, many things has Trent Reznor written down and still gone, yeah, I'm going to commit that? Oh, okay, <laughs> so... <laughs> can we talk about... That's a good segue to the lyrics of the album. Yeah, so... Yeah. Trash. Like, I know yeah. I've trashed the lyrical content of... Every album. Well, every album, I guess it was mostly I had, uh, like, a few issues with moments on Weekend in the City, which Alistair also, like, defended fair, like, rightfully, yeah, I think. Yeah, um, I've had um, bad lyrics on that But, album. um, I think this album might just have... He's just kind of tipped a bowl of SpaghettiOs upside down and pulled words together Uh-oh. and been like, only, ah, oh, that'll do, and yeah. then he's written an LCD sound system song about it. Thoughts? Before LCD sound system. So yeah. The fuck up, yet again, ripping someone else off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, the lyrics are trash. It looks like it's but literally like, just like you saw drugs, alcohol, heroin. No, just replace that with the word love. I don't know. Every it, single time. I just I feel it's kind of unfair to judge non Chelsea's lyrics. Cause because they've always been bad. Always, they've always been, yeah. Rain, rain, go away, come again yeah, another day from the very first single. The pr- like, he's a preeminent bad rock lyricist. Yeah. Like, he's like hey, New pig, Order Bad. Piggy, pig, pig, pig. Yeah. Pig. I wear this crown of shit. You sure do, buddy. Yep. It's just very bass. Like, he just kind of goes for very instinctive phrases. That <laughs> are... He's going for that. But, like, no, I, don't, as, I wouldn't but as say a man that. who puts himself out there so much as being this intellectual force, that makes me have a bigger problem with the lyrics. Like, if it was yeah. just he's a like dude a... slapping lyrics down, fine. Like, but he mm, makes a point of a... being an intellectual, I and that's my like problem. I feel like he's with a goth yep. James Brown. Like, James Brown would say shit like, I get up. I get down. No. I get up. Uh, I get down. And it's the same thing with Trent Reznor. It's like, I get up. <laughs> I collect. <laughs> I get down. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> the lyrics it's industrial Chase yeah. Brown. It's just like the lyrics have absolutely, like, they aren't the thing that's painting the picture. They, they mm. might be like. They're adding to the texture. Adding that's to probably the textures, it. Yeah, because yeah. Sure. Yeah, for as many shitty lyrics as there are in, in this album and in probably all of the other albums. It's chock full of hooks. Every single song's yeah. got a, at least one or two solid hooks on there. Oh, even yeah, he's, 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 he's good at mentioning like lyrics of vocal melodies and yeah. stuff, but the actual content he has a of terrible the... voice. I forgot how bad his voice was until I listened. It's to really song. on show here. It's too. good, yeah. but yeah, I think with with teeth, he does too many songs where he tries to sing rather than shout or yell or scream, yeah. which is why like. A few songs like All the Love in the World and Sunspots he can't do live because it actually requires him to sing. Well, that's the other thing. Whereas when he's lo- he can yell like a motherfucker. And on the previous albums as well, like his vocals are so affected because of the tone yeah, of the album. And like all shit he's putting yeah, in. yeah. And there's almost there's so much shit on the vocals. But in this, they're pretty mm, clean. Like, yeah, and not it's not good. Yeah, it's it's a little too pristine for Trent. Um, in the break, you brought up 
how uh, Trent Reznor is a, thief. is a total thief. Yeah. Speak on that. <laughs> well, we just sp- talked about Down It, so that's just we a did. fucking Skinny Puppy song right there. Yeah. Which is amazing because he was able to get up on stage night after night with Skinny Puppy and look him right in the eye and <laughs> sing those words to Same him. Same as Suck like, as well. Suck yeah, like no, Suck is a pig face song, right. but it never got recorded. And one day he was just like, and it was like him with Martin Atkins and uh, Al Jorgensen and many other people and then one day he was just like this song's taking too long to record bang it's on broken now it's like dude you wrote that song like six other people and then when they tried to sue him he was just like nah I got more money than you and never spoke to those guys again <laughs> like we were just saying like in the fixed documentary about ministry he admits through gritted teeth that it was like I may have uh, borrowed from ministry more than I should, should have yeah. and it takes him like 30 seconds to say that sentence yeah it's really he's a thief out. he's a thief straight up and he always has been that way and we have this amazing legacy of music to thank for it. Yeah, yeah. he's a preeminent thief, though. Yeah. yeah. Suck is probably the best example. That was a collaboration with several other artists, and one day he just got bored of waiting around and being like, that's my song now. I did not know that. Yeah, off the Broken EP. Oh, there you go. Their best Which release. Their best release, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's not an album, but it's still a Halo. It's the only thing they what ever got a Grammy it? for, Morris? isn't it? Pardon? No, no, it's the only thing they ever got a Grammy for. Yeah, they got right? a Grammy for... Um, the... No, 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 for the live performance of Happiness and Slavery at Woodstock. They got a Grammy for that. I thought they got a Grammy for the thing. Cause was oh, the for, yeah, because I, I said, uh, Fizz said, Fuck yeah, got a Grammy. Got yeah, Grammy, he got a one yeah. for Wish as well. So he got two Grammys. What's the... Can you explain the Halo concept for ha- Halo is... It's a way of catalog. Yeah, it? it's just the way that Trent read because he knew it was going to be collectibles and stuff from day one. He's like, this stuff's going to be collectible one day. So Halos are official releases. Seeds are like promotional releases. There's a third word that I'm not sure of, but that's like... Because um, he releases like torrents and stuff every now and then. Like like the Closure DVD or like the Broken Movie, which is horrifying. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's about- a reason why the FBI was called it. Like, so stuff like that's been hanging around for ages that he just throws out in torrents anonymously, gets assigned a number, but I can't remember what that word is. What about the uh, thumb drives that he left in cubicles for the years yeah, of promotion yeah. for the ARG? <laughs> Are they Halos? That actually happened in one of the shows I went to in Sydney, and the person that got the thumb drive and uploaded to the internet got investigated by the police for piracy. Yeah, right. Uh, Trent Reznor had to be like, what the fuck are you shame, doing? That album is horrible. Horrible. Mm, it's not good. It was a really cool ARG though. It was like I, I didn't even care about it. Yeah. it to a TV show. Are they? <laughs> no, they were going he signs to, his name with happen. a capital G. Greed. Greed. Oh. Greed. It's about George W. Bush. Oh, mm. I feel like doing that is essentially the industrial equivalent of flash mobs. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that ARG was pretty cool and pretty well thought out. But yeah, like, just think about what you're saying. Yeah, I know, but at the start, <laughs> this is getting printed forever. Yeah, like. sentence ain't fucking finished yet, so <laughs> shut up. This is my show now. <laughs> that said, as as with everything else Nine Tails has ever done, super on the nose, super naff. This is very true. Totally. Like I said, I judge things... It's what you sign up for, surely. Yeah, that's why I can't judge things of Nine Inch Nails against other things. It just exists in the realm of Nine Inch Nails because it's own type of awful. We've all got a band like this, it's right? Nine Inch Nails. I've been in bands like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I've, I definitely yeah. have bands where it's like, I just can't explain to you how much I, I love yeah. this. And, and no amount of time or... I know when I'm wrong. Nine Inch, <laughs> I feel like Nine Inch Nails are my tool. You know how they're people who like have grown out of tool and every now and then your tool get brought up yeah and they'll just be unashamedly just unwaveringly defensive but visiting this album kind of I, I went in the last three weeks since we've been down have uh, re-listened to a lot of the other Nine Inch Nails albums oh yeah it's been a good chance to live fucking yeah binge. totally and it definitely made me kind of realize that they weren't a one-trick pony, but like they are a band that I listened to a lot when I was younger, like and maybe thought they were pony. fantastic 
No, not even. Like, no. Pretty Hate Machine, Broken. Pretty Hate Machine is garbage. Spiral. I do think that Nine Inch Nails aren't a one-trick pony. I think they're like no. a three-trick pony. Yeah, totally. But I do think that they do those tricks very, very well. Yeah, absolutely. Which is better than can be said for of most bands. bands yeah. World. Yeah, absolutely. Alright, so I've got a couple of YouTube reviews for you guys to, you know, mull over for a little bit. Let's crack right into them. So these YouTube uh, reviews of the With Teeth album, streamable on streaming service YouTube. Uh, Are YouTube? Yeah, free to air streaming service YouTube. Hey, do you tube? I tube. Do you tube? tube? I tube, man. I tube tube on the occasion. Morris, do you tube? Uh, (laughs) I don't think he's into this. This first one is... Rakshik Fan 99 This is from three months ago So this is very very recent Uh, And he or she says I was looking for some new music After sampling Papa Roach Mudvayne, Metallica Five Finger Death Punch (laughs) I only like a few of their songs But this I can relate to 80% of the lyrics Well it's better than 70% Yeah it is (laughs) And it's a good quality of music and meaning I think I found a new band I like. So this, sorry, going back to what you were saying before about Tool, I think that Nine Inch Nails, I don't know why, but in my mind, they're on an echelon above that. And all of the bands he just named then are on an echelon, except for Metallica, but that's like Metallica exists in a world Metallica unto themselves. Metallica are the Beatles of heavy music. Like. Totally. Um, but yeah. like Papa Roach, five, like Five Finger <laughs> Death take, Punch. Take, it's redneck shit, man. It's redneck yeah, shit. Yeah, it's wrestling music. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to describe it, actually. But anyway. Great band name, though. What, wrestling music? Redneck no, five shit. Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, yeah, it's uh, fantastic. Well, we got to see in Spot Sabbath soon, so uh, yeah. yeah, let's show up early. Wait, there's still a band? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, ladies, if there's you a lot of Black th- Sabbath, uh, you can catch Morris and I yeah. in the pit <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch. Come up and say hello. Yeah, because you know all the ladies. These are getting there early to catch Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, probably, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Second one, this is from ufotube.org. Oh, wow. Two months ago, this is a pretty simple critique. It just says, right where I hit bongs. (laughs) 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 If you don't know, there's a track called Right Where It Belongs. It's a great joke. Very clever. It's like the guys who get on there and make the pig jokes. You know those? You know, they get on and they write the track listing, but they write like a pig-related joke into it. It's very funny. I highly encourage you to seek it out yeah sounds good so the last one's a little bit longer uh this is from ryan lee this was nine months ago but ryan's gone back and edited it in the time i don't know what it said previously this is what it says now history here i sit scanning through an album that i had almost forgot about it has been nine it has been years tend to be exact since i was really in a place in my life where i needed to listen to some nine inch nails well, Pretty Hate Machine extracted some of the deepest, darkest emotions I had ever felt in my life at I the age that. of 10. Whoa. <laughs> this, uh, this album was more during my experimental phase. Mostly at just, 12. At yeah. 12. Mostly just weed, thank pain. God. <laughs> <laughs> thank God it was just weed. I remember being a respected and athletic guy in school growing up. I but, don't. <laughs> but my taste in music was already much different than most of the other kids. White Zombie, cool. Smashing Pumpkins, cool. Bush... Live, no. Collective Soul, oh, Alice in Chains, Christ. Soundgarden, no. STP, uh, no. oh. Deftones, cool. eh? yeah. Tool, no. so no. many others as well, man. What in the fuck happened to good music? Or am I just stuck in my old ways? Void of emotions that uh-huh. I once had. Oh. I gotta say, I have always held Reznor on a pedestal. His style was always something that really grabbed me and made me think deeply, even at a young age. Being 30 now, I don't think he's done the math right. Because oh. he said it was 10 <laughs> yeah. years ago when he was 10. So I think he's 20 now. 
I feel like I owe a lot to Nine Inch Nails. They truly improved my life by leaps, been through some things I don't wish upon the most evil beings in the world. He's not done. I guess what I am trying to say is, I dearly miss my youth. I have become cumbersome, an empty void, a shell of what I was. It is hard for me to laugh, cry, smile, love. I have always put on a brave face, but it is wearing thin. I know I am bound to pull through and find some kind of light. I will keep trucking uphill against the wind. Keep on trucking. I am blessed to have lived in an era oh without God. internet and social media. Fuck off, you old fuck. <laughs> no one's listening. When we played outside and we listened to truly inspirational music with actual thought-provoking lyrics about emotions and experiences. Not petty materialistic bullshit. I miss it. I do not like this place anymore, but somehow I have hope. I know I am not alone. Morris, wh- how long did it take you to write that, man? <laughs> hey, Ryan Lee, petty materialistic bullshit is cool. <laughs> yeah, Hi, Ryan Lee. We're wrong. doing a podcast. Yeah. so I got two things to say about that comment. Yep. One... Someone needs to show that dude five finger death punch. <laughs> thinks there's no good music made anymore. We sort him right out. <laughs> Two. Trenrose is probably going to steal those words for lyrics pretty <laughs> soon for his next record. Well, I think let's kind of wrap it up. I know Morris has a million more things to say, so oh. this is hey, don't worry, you just it. Can we do like a bonus episode of just Morris and I spitballing about Nine Inch Nails? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, we can. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, we'll call it. Yeah, we'll record with it and Redux. then we'll put it onto a disc, and then we'll Direct put that disc in the middle of the road, and we'll just let <laughs> cars <laughs> drive over it over and over again, and we'll delete. All the fires. Oh. I record onto a hundred discs and just throw them out the window. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a hundred listeners. That's, uh, that's our audience base. Okay, so let's go back, back in time. Batesy, what would you rate this album at the time it came out? I don't think six out of six point five is a bad score. So yeah, probably six point five seven. As I said, like it was the first Nine Inch Nails album that came out when I had gotten into Nine Inch Nails and was like, yeah, cool. This is better than no Nine Inch Nails. And I guess like. Probably five or four. Like now, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite track now? Um, shit. Beside you in time. It sounds like a suicide song. Yeah, yeah. it does. It's I agree. Nice. With that. Cool. Uh, Morris, yeah. rating the rating then rating now. Oh, and only because it sounds like a goth stripper song. It does. Yeah. <laughs> only loud, really good lyrics. Just cut them out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then I'll see. Yeah, like I said, it was my first time to listening to a fresh Nine Inch Nails music as a fan. Pretty disappointed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember just kind of just being like, "Nah, this is all right." Like, I like like it'll the, do. This the se- the singles are good. Hand that feeds was like a fun pop song. I, really I like actually the really like hand that feeds. Can we touch on yeah. this? How like I mean, we're not the first to probably ever say, but the hand that feeds just is you really got me by the king. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with a, but with a disco <laughs> drum. I never beat. thought about that. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's a good song. Uh, rating now. Uh, rating now. Okay. Well, in terms of Nine Inch Nails albums, the 10, the only thing that's better than it is probably the Broken EP. Okay. In terms of like real life music, I'd give it like an eight. All right. And uh, favorite track now? Best song now, easily Sunspots, man. That song is wow. gen- I fucking Sunspots is probably one of my favorite Nine Inch Nails songs. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Fair enough. Sunspots is fantastic. Tell it. Uh, back in then. the day, I would have probably given it like a 6.57. Like it was just something that I put on. And it, was, it was very cool. Now I'd give this shit a 9 out of 10. This has entered albums that I will want to listen to for the rest of my life. I, I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is this has been a very enjoyable three the weeks. I have, this wasn't me risking. <laughs> no, no. This wasn't me risking with teeth. This was just like a regular week for me. This, like I, I listen to this monthly anyway. I'd know, I just hadn't listened to it since Good 2005, shit. 2006. And 
it was like it was a revelation man i put it on and i had a great great time there were there were two songs that i didn't like and i maybe you're gonna want to take that hug back after i tell you that one of them was sunspots yeah you're a fucking moron <laughs> don't yell into his mic you've done enough damage to I'm your own to mic him. um so sunspots and the uh, the title track which i want to talk about because i brought a little clip in <laughs> of, of the title track i think it's uh. it's just really strange the vocal like the no. change let me finish. <laughs> the change in vocal delivery in this song, he sort of takes like he takes this like rap approach, and yeah. it's got this like weird uh, yeah. political element to it. He does touch it. on some pretty heavy things. That's what I hate about this album. It's like Trent Reznor all of a sudden was like busting out tambourines, like hopping on the keyboards heap, and then he started fucking rapping. He starts rapping on yeah. with teeth. So can we just listen to the clip that I've pulled up? It's about totally. a minute long. Yeah, I'll chuck uh, it on. Yeah, cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> When I was in the third grade, I thought that I was gay Cause I could draw, my uncle was, and I kept my room straight uh, I told my mom, the tears rushing down my face She's like, man, you've loved girls since before pre-K Yeah, I guess she had a point Then she, bunch of stereotypes all in my head I remember doing the math, yeah I'm good at literally a preconceived idea of what it all meant But those that like the same sex have the characteristics The right-wing conservatives think it's a decision And you can be cured with some treatment in religion Man-made rewiring of a predisposition playing God My love, my love. I mean, it's a good hook, but it's weird that he got that second vocalist to come in for the for the chorus. For just one song, fucking too. thief. He doesn't even say with teeth once in that track. Mm. No, but he says with it. Teeth. It's weird how much he says it everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Though. yeah. All right, so I reckon at the time I would have given this an eight out of ten. Now I would give it a solid three at best. This album kind of bored the living shit out of me, dudes. Um, Batesy, you gave it a five. Morris, ten. Tell it nine. nine. I gave it a three. That's You're a fucking moron. eight. You can Seventeen. Fuck off. Twenty-seven out of forty. Highest rating score in review. That's it, guys. Oh, goodbye. We're running out of recording. Brought to you by thegenid.com.